the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. Speaking of opposite, I'm here with my trusty sidekick, the guy that spins the dials, the lovely Ramon B. How are you, Ramon? I am fantastic. And are you? you know what? I thought of you the other day, as yeah. I often do. Well, <laughs> uh, sounds... I, came, I came across this article the other day, mm. TikTok for real estate agents. It's mm-hmm. expanded the time to 10 minutes now. So now you have 10 minutes to get on TikTok and uh, sell the home. Now, we're going to talk about that in a minute because I have a, we have a caller. His name is Robert Brewer. Is Robert, he on TikTok? Because I want to see him. We're going to ask. Because he's young. How old are you, Robert? 22. Now, have you yeah, ever, lo- ever looked at TikTok? Uh, no, I don't have a TikTok. I try to avoid it. I don't have a TikTok is what he said. Okay. Do you have a TikTok? Because maybe the breath freshener. Remember TikTok? I do remember. <laughs> Okay. So uh, if the 22-year-old hasn't seen TikTok, that's not a good sign for real estate aid. Now, my question is, what percent of people who watch TikTok own a home? Yeah, that'd be... None. None. (laughs) None to none. And if you're a real estate agent and you're watching TikTok or using TikTok, you will never own a home either. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. So, Robert, how are you today? Good, Bob. Doing pretty good. How now, Robert is a fearless and yet young fearless agent. Now, what what is your nationality? I am Chaldean. I'm a weird breed. So I'm actually Anglo-Indian, and then my mom's 100% Chaldean. So my last name isn't really Chaldean. It's Brewer, which is basically a British last name. So I'm a weird man. Now, if I had to look up Chaldea, where the heck is that? It is. So it's like the in Iraq, right? But Start like, the I bombing guess, immediately. Like the Christian, is my okay. Christian Iraqis. <laughs> Christian Iraqis. Okay. I had a, yeah. a real estate friend of mine. I still see him in the gym. Eddie, uh, also from Iraq, from Baghdad. You know, there's a Baghdad, Arizona. Have you been there? Uh, I have not. Have you, oh, really? You should go. Should I? Yeah, because it won't get bombed. And, uh, oh, you might get bombed. That's what most people do in Baghdad, Arizona. They get bombed, but there's no bombing. I don't know how that works. But uh. All right, so let's start with what I like to call the headlines of the day. Excitement. Now, did you know that today is National Pi Day, and it's spelled P-I, oh, times oh, yeah. the diameter pi, that oh, okay. pi. Did you know that? I did not know that. So uh, not to be confused with National Pie Day, the other kind of pie, 
which also should be never-ending. Okay. Well, you know what? funny. I, I'm going to recommend a pie. Do you like pie? I do. Okay. I want you to go to Randy's where I eat breakfast every morning. I just came from there. Is this an offer for you to take me? Uh, yeah, we could we could meet there. I'm not going to pick you up. <laughs> Even though you've been thinking about me constantly, you, that creeped me out a little bit, but that's all right. So we go to Randy's. Robert, you're invited. It's a 3,000-mile drive for you, 1,700 miles. Uh, you go to Randy's, and there's this woman there. Her name is Nayeli. She cooks the pies. Amazing. Oh, my God, are they amazing. The best pie I've ever had. The crust. It's all about the crust on pie. Isn't What's it? your favorite pie? Uh, they don't have my favorite pie. Which is? Uh, I would go with uh, blackberry. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. They don't do – they do cherry, pumpkin. They do all kinds of cream pies, but they do cherry, pumpkin, rhubarb, apple, peach. Why am I reading the Randy's menu on this? Most people are, are not sponsored? in our town. <laughs> they should be. Now should I want be. pie, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a diner guy. I love diners. Robert, do you like diners? Uh, yeah, I don't mind them. That guy, he'll, he'll, I'll take him to the. They got good food on there. Yeah, they got food on there and the menu, of course. Okay, yeah. so Robert, uh, you're a coaching student. You have uh, normal real estate agent problems. You're a normal real estate agent and super young, which complicates the issue. But that's another story. <laughs> so. Uh, I was going to talk. What did you want to talk about today, Robert? I guess I understand the work we do is not backbreaking, right? But Nobody's getting can, sweaty. Right. No doubt. And I, I, I could say it's a bit mentally draining, though. Like, how do Ooh. you handle the days where you're on the phone, right? And you're doing the eight hours of prospecting, six, eight, whatever, however many. But you're putting in the hours and you're just getting rejection after rejection after rejection. It gets unmotivating, you know? Now, in our actual coaching, in our actual coaching, and last week, it was a whole week ago, we had that Ryan guy on the, on the, on the show here. Remember a whole oh, week I, ago? Let, me, let me jog my memory. Seems like yeah. only yesterday. <laughs> so he, he was talking about that because he is a phone addict. So, um, uh, and I think I mentioned this on our actual coaching recently, but Baylor University a number of years ago, they did this research about realtors. So what they did is they got 134 agents from 10 geographic areas of the nation. Now, it just so happens that uh, one of my coaching students was one of the volunteer participants in the study. So what they did is they asked the uh, uh volunteer agents, would you cold call for seven days? And they had to call three hours a day, I believe is what they agreed to do. So 134 agents said, yes, we will cold call for seven days in a row, three hours a day. And they all used the same crappy Mike Ferry script or something, of course. So they would have had much better results if they used uh, the words that Fearless Agent teaches them. But they did you know that that was the thing so uh, the numbers turned out to be this and you could write these down if you want to do but 6264 calls total were made um, and that was uh, live phone calls live those are the people that said hello and out of those 19 appointments were scheduled and 
11 referrals were generated and then they kept track of what happened to those folks and it turns out that every 60 people that were reached roughly equaled one appointment or one referral. Uh, And Robert, I happen to know your numbers are much better than that. So it turned out that out of six, it took on average six hours of uh, telephone prospecting to equal one appointment scheduled, and then it took 12 hours of prospecting to equal one closing. And I happen to know Robert and every other fearless agent has much better results than that. So, it, But they ended up earning $386 an hour, which would turn out to be about uh, $700,000 a year if you did it 40 hours a week, which of course – you know, very few agents do. The many many fearless agents make seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, but they're not doing it. They're certainly not calling for forty hours a week. So, of the one hundred thirty four agents, and this is the mindset thing, of the one hundred thirty four agents that said yes, we will call for seven days because we said we would, and call three hours per day only. How many of the 134 agents actually did what they said they would do? And the answer is not one. Not one single agent actually completed what they promised to do, what they've signed up for. But they had enough stats to know know the numbers and everything. So the the moral of the story is would the average real estate agent be willing to call for only 15 hours a week – only three hours a day in order to make, you know, $700,000 or $300,000 a year? And sadly, the answer is no. And it's because of a mindset thing. It's just that. Now, last week we had Ryan on the line and he, I believe, said that he schedules – do you remember how many said he scheduled? Eight. He schedules eight listing appointments a month. And he takes eight listings a month. Every single one he schedules now doesn't cancel. He shows up and he lists every single one and he always takes the listing at 7% and keeps four. So, you know, he's been doing it longer than Robert. Right, Robert? Yeah. So if you could have results like that, you would want to. Yeah, that's the goal. And I don't think the difference between you and others who are listening and Ryan, who was here a week ago, is really anything. It's not not so much a skill thing, although that is part of it. It really is a mindset thing. So my mindset is this. You know, when I I would go into the office – I know I'm going to pick up the phone at 8.59 – AM. So just write that down. Pick up phone, make first call at 8:59 AM. Now, I'm not going to have to research who to call. That's already been done. So there will be no researching. Uh I'm never going to before I call this guy, look up his house, see what it sold for, see how long he's owned it. There's none of that crap, okay? I'm just calling. Cuz I'm pretty sure he's not going to answer anyway. And I'm only going to be leaving a message. So there's no reason to research before I call somebody who's not going to answer. And if he does answer, I'm going to say the same thing 
whether he bought his house yesterday or 50 years ago, whether he's moving out of state or not, wouldn't matter if he's going to rent or buy. I'm not going to change what I say because I'm a fearless agent. So my mindset is my job is to be on the phone starting at 8.59 a.m. and ending only after I have scheduled five listing appointments for the week. Now, Ryan can be much pickier and I was very picky. So I was not going to uh, meet with somebody who's iffy or you know if they say the if word or they say I'm, I don't have to sell or any of that baloney. So I'm going to start my day calling for referrals because I just – that's the least pleasant for me. I would rather uh, cold call total strangers up and down the street than call my friends and family asking for referrals. So Robert, your friends are the same age as you, so we know they're broke losers, right? Yep. That's so, right. So you calling them, you need to be talking to their parents. If you can get their parents' phone number, that's what you want to do and ask their parents for referrals. And then uh, the next group would be new for sale by owners who you have never dialed their number before. Uh, you've never left a message to them before and they're not old and stale. And then when you're done so, – so then – I would say, I you know, when I'm on the uh, well, then you go to expireds and canceleds, and then you go to um, uh, follow up calls from previous cold calls that you made, and then you just spend the rest of the day on the phone cold calling, where you really don't have to think. So if you think about it, the referral call, which happens to be my least favorite, is that your favorite or your least favorite? hate referrals. I, I feel uncomfortable with it. Right. I'd rather call a stranger. Me too. So thank God there's very few of those. So I would just say I can't wait till I'm done with these so I can get to the for sale by owners, which I like better, but are uh, – for me, I saw them as more difficult as – now, you, you're, you're a real agent right now in today's market. If, if you had – 20 FISBOs to call and 20 expires to call, which would you rather call? I I used to be a FISBO person, but lately it's been the expires. Okay. Expires are a bit more easily convertible. Okay. So Perfect. me personally, I like the expires better, but that's just a personal preference. I have many coaching students that hate expires. They love FISBOs and vice versa. So it's, it's, uh, it's all in your head, you know. Um, and I was great at both, so I didn't have to worry about that. But I just – it was my preference, the expires. So uh, th so when I'm on the phone with the, you know, the friends and family referral calls, I can't wait to get done with them so I can get to the FISBOs. When I'm on the phone with the FISBOs, I can't wait to get done with them so I can get to the expires. When I'm in the middle of the expires and maybe I've already scheduled an appointment or two, I can't wait to get done with those so I can get to the follow-up calls from previous cold calling where ultimately in the future, that's where the really big bucks will be made. And then I say I can't wait and I do have to think you know, because when you're calling follow-ups from previous cold calls, you're looking at their record and what they said last time and you know, you're kind of 
kind of pay attention to some degree. And then I can't wait to just get to the cold calls where I really don't have to think until they say yes. So, you know, when you cold call and you say, hi, my name is Bob and I'm a real estate agent with a company called Fearless Agent Realty. And I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. I mean, I don't have to think. That's easy. They say no. And I say, do you have any plans of moving ever? And if they say no, I'd say, okay, thank you very much for your time. And I don't have to think. There was no thinking involved. Now, if they said yes, you know, at some point, like you, you don't have to think. The next question you ask is, where are you moving to? And you know what to do. So for you, uh, you know, people either have a work ethic problem or they have a um, – it just hasn't become addictive yet. So anything, if you do it enough, like Ryan last week, he became addicted to cold calling. I became addicted to cold calling. Robert, I can imagine you becoming addicted to cold calling. And then I just didn't want to get off the phone. So my preference is to not go – do you enjoy cold calling more or going on the listing appointment more, Robert? Um, I wish I could just cold call both the appointment and not even have to go on the appointment would be ideal. Okay. So then it's a work right. ethic problem. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you just I have a look. Go ahead. I'd say actually going on the listing appointment, but it's a bit tedious doing the calls. It's, it's a little bit. So you would rather go on the on appointment. The yeah. Yeah. Okay. That will change, but I think you're almost there. So, cause you kind of change your mind. So at some point, uh, people will change their mind on which you'd rather do. By the way, if any of this makes sense to you and you're earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help. By the way, we're going to do a shameless plug. That's what this is. Time for Bob Leffler's Shameless so if you want to learn more about fearless agent coaching, like Robert is a coaching student, you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone. And Robert, when you call me, I'm very good about picking up the phone, aren't I? Every time. Almost, I'd say 99% of the time. You he up. wishes I wasn't as good sometimes, but I do pick up the phone. And then we'll just see if what you're trying to do and what we do at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit. If it is, you will get rich. And if it's not, then we'll uh, admit that. And I'm still happy to help you in any other ways I can. And please go, all of you, to fearlessagent.com. Watch our webinar there. It's a video, basically. I think it's about 45 minutes long. Take lots of notes. If you go to the video training page, you can watch all our videos there. Get a sense of what we do. If you go to – and it is the opposite of every other coaching program, which is refreshing, hopefully, for you. And then if you go to the speaking page where I sell my little speaking gigs, you can watch a video there that's a excerpt from our two-day Fearless Agent Experience event. Uh, but that will that'll help you. And, uh, and then, of course, you can always call me. And if we do a complimentary coaching call, there will be no – closing you. I'm not going to be selling you on coaching. You will know if it's a good fit or not. You can sign up on our on the homepage of our website if you think it is. So um, 
So back to Robert. So here's here's what I would – I'm going to give you a challenge, Robert. Are you ready to take a challenge? I'm ready. Okay. So I want you to – let's do it next week. Have you got anything scheduled for next week? Like no. vacations or anything crazy? No. I do, but that's, that's just me. I'm going to be out screwing around while you're working. So um, I want you to cold call or call in the order I just prescribed, okay? Got it. And do that from 9 a.m., 8.59, pick up the phone every single day. And do not get off the phone until 8 p.m. So this is the expanded Fearless Agent Challenge. Don't get off the phone until 8 p.m. Take lunch at noon, right at noon every day, and eat dinner right at 5 every day. And if you have anything else to do in your life, like the gym or anything else, you must do that after 8 p.m. or on the weekends, okay, for one week. Got it. And let's see how many listing appointments you schedule and how many of those turn into a paycheck. Kind of keep track of that one week stats, okay? And you might not know the stats from that for three months, honestly, but be interesting to see. Can you do it? Yeah, okay. I can do it. All right. He didn't sound all that enthusiastic. Did you notice that, Ramon? There was a hint of, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I He's young. I couldn't do it. Of course you could. Even when I was young, I probably couldn't do it. Well, the crap you do, I couldn't do that. Without making a mess of it, I mean, you just smash. If I buttons. started smashing buttons, that was the name of my high school band—the Smashing Buttons. That I ever said it. No, that's good. Because we ran out of pumpkins. I get it. Yeah, but then boom. But you know. So, Robert, uh, what other questions do you have? That last Sorry. question made yeah. made me coach you on working hard. So be careful what you ask me. Gotcha. Now, this next question is one I was supposed to ask on the last call. All right, so I have two pending right now. Well, actually, one just closed. Now, when do you? When's a good time? Right, by the ask, way, you called me with uh, a problem yesterday. Dollar. We're not going to talk about it. Did that get fixed? Yeah, we fixed that. Thank God. <laughs> okay, thank God. Okay. <laughs> That's all good. Even fearless agents have well, problems. <laughs> but all right, when you have a deal pending, and it's, when's a good time to ask the seller for a referral? Oh, this is a. Very interesting question. Uh, so not when they're threatening to sue you. <laughs> so, so here's what you want to do. I, I, uh, you want to do it after it's listed, okay? And yeah. maybe right after it's listed and they're getting tons of showings. That's a good time to ask them. And then uh, – after it goes under contract and they're happy with everything before the home inspection is done, which will make them unhappy. And then after closing, after they've been handed the check that's bigger than what you promised, those are the three best times to ask them. And then on the anniversary of their closing, I would send – uh, what I sent is to the people who were local, where they moved and they stayed local. Uh, and a lot of my people moved to a funeral home, so then I was off the hook for them. 
But if they were moving locally, then I sent them uh, – we had a theater chain here that was like the biggest it – was, it's called Harkins. And I sent paper movie tickets. So I would buy like you know uh, gift certificate movie tickets and, and with a letter that's asking for referrals, happy anniversary kind of a thing. And it was, it was interesting to me that they would pick up the phone and call me with a referral – now, I had been mailing them postcards all the, all through the year, which honestly I would not recommend doing partly for this reason. So I was keeping in touch with them via uh, – and then I was calling them, you know, asking for referrals. But for some reason when they got the movie tickets and the letter, it, it they, they picked up the phone and called me if they had a referral. So that did work. And right at, and and right at closing, you know, I would give them a closing gift. What do you what do you give as a closing gift? Uh, usually like a bring them like a bottle of champagne or something like that. Okay, okay. so uh, write down the phone number for Alcoholics Anonymous. Here we go, Alcoholics. <laughs> so I, I would I would do I would I did this. I everybody needs Home Depot. If you're having trouble thinking of a closing gift, it would be hard to move and not see yourself at a Home Depot, I think. So I know after I bought my house and when I was uh, moving, uh, Home Depot had quite a bit of my money before that experience was over. So I would give uh, them a $100 gift certificate to Home Depot, which fits in an envelope, mailed. And these days I would do $200. Gotcha. At least two hundred. Let's put it that way. Sure. But that's classy. So, okay. Well, let me plug the lovely Robert Brewer. Robert, what uh, what town are you in? I'm here in Warren, Michigan. How far is that from uh, Detroit? Probably like where I'm at, ten minutes. Now I flew to Detroit. Uh, just a number of weeks ago, and when I got out of my hotel to fly back here, it was 15 degrees and a 50-mile-an-hour wind. Does that sound familiar yeah, recently? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty terrible It was, it was hor- horrible. <laughs> but I got back here safely. So, uh, And I was going to tell uh, Ramon here, when I was a kid, Detroit was the richest city in the world. Well, the, the automotive industry, yeah, being there, yeah, makes sense. And New York City was broke. New York City was flat broke. What is this? Seven sixties? Uh, yeah, in the early sixties. Yeah, and then in Detroit, uh, had bigger population than Phoenix. Uh, funny how things you you vote for the wrong people, and then all that turns to crap. That's what happened. But On Robert's in note. the nice part. <laughs> is he? Oh, Ro- yeah. What do the houses sell for that you that you sell mostly? Uh, three hundred, three fifty. So I can get a fifteen hundred square foot three bedroom two bath on a normal size lot in average condition for three hundred. Yeah, all day. Okay. All right, I'm going to bring my friend into the podcast. Hang on one second, Sam. You're on the podcast. Can you hear? Uh oh, he's he's not. He's supposed to be. You have speaking. a friend. Sam is my friend, yeah. Can you hear us, Sam? Yes, I can. All right. I'm going to have to call you back. No problem. All right. Bye-bye.
That's called a three-way in the business. No comment. <laughs> I, I got one more for you. Oh, go ahead. One more for you. That way it's time to record. All right? Mm-hmm. So occasionally I'll get, you know, I'll do the nutshell quote. And they'll mm-hmm. say, well, Robert, we told, we told you from the beginning that we're not signing anything. We like what you have to say. But we, we always think before we make any decisions. Okay. And usually I'm the type that if I don't get assigned that day, the great likelihood of me getting assigned after it's slim to none. So what do you, how do you approach that? So uh, I'm going to tell you something that I know you folks know, and uh, I know it, and that is that in real life, you really don't have to think about it. Now, would you like to know how I know that you don't have to think about it, Robert? Because about six minutes ago, I asked you for the right amount of money. What's the soonest you and all this stuff in this house could be moved out of here? And you said for the right amount of money, you could be out of here in 30 days. Do you remember that? Yeah. So if moving day, seriously, and I asked you, I said to your wife, is he smoking crack or is that real? And she said, no, that's that's real. (laughs) That's real. So you could imagine yourself moving from here only 30 days from tonight. Is that correct? And you said, yes, that's correct. Okay. So given that, which was the honest truth, we both know you don't have to think about it. And you're just hesitating to make a decision for no great reason like many people do. Isn't that correct? And most of the time they'll say, they'll look at each other and go, that's exactly right. We're ready because they don't want to think about it. And by the way, when I leave there, if I left there, do you know what they're not going to do right after I leave? They're not going to think about it. it. What they're going to do is talk about the real reason they didn't list while I was still there. And last week, Ryan said one of the breakthroughs that he learned is not leaving when they say that. He gets every listing he goes on because he doesn't leave when they say, we got to think about it. Like most agents say, oh, okay, well then when should we get back together and blah, 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 blah. You know, that's, so that's the best advice I could give you. Gotcha. And the last one for you is, Bob, is there any way you can do it for 5%? Uh, my, my cousin knows an agent that he said we'll do it for 4 or 5 So is there any way you can do it for 5 This is when we're face-to-face. Face-to-face listing appointment. Well, let me me tell you something that we both know, Robert. If you wanted to do business with any of those half-trained chimpanzees that you already met with, uh, I wouldn't be here tonight, would I? No. Do you have any other questions, Robert? No. (laughs) Okay. Robert Brewert, again, 586-496-9167. He's number three in your program, number one in your hearts. You know him. you got to love him. Give him a call. Give him your referrals to Warren, Michigan. And until next week, all of you do what we always do. The three things we always do is, number one, have fun. Number two, be humble. And most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.